Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to to you from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico from, I'm guessing, the the mosquito-y land of Minnesota. We've got uh, Kristen Peterson. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm doing amazing. We don't, I don't have any mosquitoes in my house right now. No mosquitoes yet. So it's not truly no. summer in Minnesota yet. Well, I don't know what's going on. So I moved to a lake house so now i am i i'm kind of a pirate like you yeah i am okay i have a kayak okay and i think it needs a name uh no but we have loons and we have really giant pelicans and we have ducks and we had a baby duck last week it was um in the middle of the lake quacking all by itself and there was no mama so of course i rescued it sure uh but i think something was wrong with it and that's why the mama like discarded it and it ended up dying (laughs) this is a defective duckling so i'm gonna abandon you you know it ended up dying it was kind of traumatic did you make a duck nugget out of it kind of bread it and put it in the air fryer and no, but I'm not used to baby critters dying on me. I'm generally pretty good at that and can like keep them alive. Was it was and it a blow to your ego? Kind of. Well, that's yeah. too bad. I know the poor baby. Poor uh, baby. Yeah. yeah. So we don't have mosquitoes, but we do have lake itch. Do you know what that is? Um, no, but it doesn't sound comfortable. No. So lake itch is essentially birds poop and the water, and then the poop. Um, has like bacterias in it that burrow into snails and lay their babies. And then the babies are released into the water and look for a host, but humans are not suitable hosts for it. So they just like burrow in your skin and live there for a couple days until they die. And then it's so itchy. Listeners, this is information that you don't get on those other early learning podcasts. So I'm glad you tuned in for yeah. for that. Well, I'm I'm glad that doesn't hasn't happened to me yet here. Um, that would be mm-hmm. that would be very icky. Um, I, I suggest the name gross. for your kayak should be the 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 loony, the 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 tipsy loon. Oh um, yeah. The the um my uh, that's the only one I got. Well, the loon is our state bird, so that works well. Um, I'll think about, I'll think on that because actually my favorite bird is the pelican and I actually named all the pelicans Clyde because you can't tell that's, them apart, just, really. Yeah, that's just easier since you can't tell them yeah. apart, really. 
So they're all Clyde. Uh, yeah, and that just makes sense. Yeah, Clyde visits all the time. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> That's good to, see. good to see Clyde. Clyde loves me. <laughs> well, so yeah. listeners, we've got a lot to get into this episode. Um, first, following up, this is episode 1001, uh, but also this is the thousandth episode released because episode 50 of the Child Care Bar and Girl podcast was never released to the public. It's sitting in the archives um, because it was, it was deemed after being recorded, it was deemed not safe for release. And, oh. uh, I was told not to release it, um, until some later date. And, and nobody has told me that that later date has arrived yet. So, uh, um, someday maybe we'll let that one out there. But so we had last episode was episode a thousand, but this is the, the a thousand, the 1000th episode we've released. So there's a little bit of a, Ooh, a difference um, I feel special. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Um, uh, the episode 50, it was at the, at the end of a long day of, uh, recording in person on my deck with, uh, Lisa Murphy and Danita Dinger. We've been, uh, we've, we, we imbibed a few cocktails during the day and then we got into a, a not safe for work, uh, topic. Uh, I thought, I mean, it was fine. We, you know, but they didn't want me to release it. So it hasn't been released. Oh no, I want to hear it. Well, you you reach out to Lisa Murphy and Danita Dinger, and you get them to give me get get written permission from them for me to release the episode, and I'll release it. Oh my gosh! Um, so there's that, uh, listeners. Couple things. Uh, first, uh, listener chicken. Um, if you're listening to this, you shouldn't be because you, as I've told you, are banned from the podcast. You know what you did. Um, so there's that. Chicken. Um, so huh? Chicken. chicken? Yeah, Chicken. Chicken is our youngest uh, voluntary listener. Chicken is uh, a 15-year-old who started listening to the uh, show because uh, Carol, her aunt, uh, <laughs> records with us. And uh, anyway, Chicken, if you're listening, turn this podcast off because you're you're banned. You know what you did. Um, so there's that. Um, also want to plug Happy Hour, the fourth Tuesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. on the Zoom. I'm doing a happy hour uh, with listeners starting later this month in June. So you can, uh, you can join me for that if you're if you got nothing else to do. Uh, cocktails aren't mandatory, but they're encouraged. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to register. I just got a registration on the Zoom page set up so that I know if people are going to show up. The first one's coming up here in a in a week or so and there's a handful of people on some interesting topics so i'm looking forward to making that a regular thing mm. um episode 2000 if you want to mark that in your calendar will uh be released on november 15th 2029 um so uh so if you're oh that's you're a long time away that that is a that is a way a ways off in the future, but you know, I, I, people like to plan for things. So, uh, um, you know, just want to make sure people could put on their calendar if they wanted to. <laughs> and that's Yay. just assuming I don't I don't change the schedule. But uh, so there's that. Um, and, and now we got to talk about sand genitals. Um, what? So Kristen, episode 1000, you haven't listened to it yet because it hasn't been released yet as we're recording this, but uh, I happened to be recording with uh, with uh, Rebecca and Rachel and Brett all at the same time because that's the way schedules worked. And um, this hasn't even been one of our planned topics, but uh, I've been running in, I've been running into a lot of uh, sand penises on the beach. 
you know, penises. You're making a strange face. Um, yeah. You've you've never seen a, a penis drawn in the sand? Uh, no. Have you have, have you not. ever come across penis graffiti? No. Never in your life? I don't think so. Huh. Well, Minnesota, maybe. Um, but anyway, I, we got to talking and I I I've I've run into lots of penis graffiti over the years and uh and my my, my uh, co-host for that episode said that they had also run into penis graffiti in their in their existence but you know some of them live in california oh, so uh i mean the california yeah those californians oh, and i mean brett out there on the east coast Whoa. um so i mean where where are all the where all the penis graffiti is um yeah. But I got to, I got to, I, I, the big discussion was that I had never run into a sand vulva. I've never seen any vulva graffiti. No. Um, and we, we talked about, you know, whether, whether they were just harder to draw or, or what. Um, so hmm. that, that was the topic for episode a thousand, but a few so, days after. Yeah, go ahead. Did you try drawing it to see? Um, well, no, I mean, Look, if I want to see a vulva, I I've got I've got other means. Um, so I I mean I don't have to <laughs> have to resort to graffiti. I mean I can I guess I can I can I mean anyway. Yeah. Um, a few days after recording that episode, I was out for a walk on the beach, and uh, and there it was, Kristen. Really, a sand vulva. Did you take a picture? Of course, I took a picture. Of course, you did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I wanted to email it to uh to to Brett and Rachel and uh Rebecca, but I couldn't because I just I mean I can't I can't just go around emailing pictures of of uh vulvas to people. So I, I told them I had it and they they all wanted to see it, but I, I had to ask permission first because consent is important when you're emailing yeah, yeah. Uh, genitals to people. But the, the only way I knew it was a vulva is there was a there was a, a, a drawing of a sand penis trying to enter it. Um which oh is oh my I, gosh, that's so funny. That's, that's that's the only way I knew it was. Otherwise it's just kind of squiggles in the sand. I would I'm not sure I would have identified no. it as a as a vulva um if it hadn't been for the for the for the sand penis so um <laughs> so if you want it i'll after we're done recording I'll, I'll i'll send it to you if you if you want to see the picture it's hilarious uh listeners um text oh two two eight three six three six seven three seven um if you're interested in the photo because that would be hilarious too um so there's a little, I, a little bit of a follow-up to that episode um can i tell you something that i did one time to one of my employees that had to do penis. Sure, if it won't get either one of us sued. No. Uh, okay. So there's this website, and I don't. It's called DickSwitch.com, and you can buy these tiny little penises that go on light switches. The like it fits right on there, and mm-hmm. um, I arranged with her daughter, and her daughter was like 13 at the time, to hand off the bag of all the dick switches. So then she went home and she put them on every single light switch in their whole entire house so that when her mom got home from work, their whole house, all the light switches had dick switches on them. So now I actually travel with them. So when I go like to airports or Airbnbs or things like that, I will slip a dick switch on light switches when nobody knows that it's me. It's kind of fun. 
<laughs> I have some in my purse. I just wanted to uh, throw in a long pause there and see, that's why, that's why I like doing things via zoom. Um, <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I'm glad I, I, I look, I've let you, I have my, lots of colors. They're multicultural. I've let, you, I've let you into my home in the past, but, uh, it won't happen in the future because, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't need that. Um, there's actually one on our light switch in my office right now. Sure. Sure. There is. Um, so, so listeners, that's a, just a little catch up on uh, what happened at episode a thousand. Um, let's look, um, we talked a while ago, Kristen, about that behavior essay. Oh, that listener Sally, man. she sent a voicemail and she sent me the, uh, the, um, the follow the, the actual form her son had to write. That was episode mm. 988, I think listeners. Um, this was, uh, and, and so I, as we were wrapping up, I, I saw a little bit of a copyright on the bottom. It was kind of cut off, but, uh, I, I sussed out the name, the name of the, uh, the person who created that behavior essay, um, was what her name is Tracy South. And then I tracked it down to teachers pay teachers and uh, I invested three dollars in <laughs> in the the whole collection of these essays. I think we'll get to one in a little bit, but we've got a I got a voicemail from listener Debbie um, relating to that episode. So let's uh, let's try to give that a listen if we can. I got to click here. Listeners, bear with me a minute here. Um, and then I. Debbie Server here again, listening to your podcast with Kirsten about the essay, um, behavior essay. Uh, I was called to school for my daughter uh, for inappropriate language and could not believe what could she possibly have said. So I rushed up to go to the school, and in the, the timeout chair. Um, the thinking chair in the principal's office, and we had to have a conversation. And um, and her inappropriate language was: uh, it started to rain. The kids were looking at the rain through the window, and my daughter announces, "Look, it's pissing outside." <laughs> totally my fault. That's what I say. I'm like, "Look, it's pissing outside." She copies me. And now she's in trouble. Debbie, what kind of horrible, horrible parenting is that? <laughs> oh, oh I mean, I mean, my God, of course. I mean, that's I, I, I think I've I heard the same from from my my beloved and deceased grandmother when I'm visiting the uh, the uh, farm up in the the northern stretches of North Dakota when I was a kid. I mean, that's. That's that's a thing people say. And of course, kids hear things adults say and take them into their vocabulary. That's uh that's part of that's part of developing culture is you you kind of appropriate the the language that's used around you, huh? Oh my gosh. I just like what people do we have in these schools that do not understand child development? Like it just baffles my mind 
Well, I yeah, I totally agree. And I think this is kind of uh, disrespectful of the culture of uh, of Debbie's family. We're supposed to be be respectful of of people's home culture. And and I totally agree with that. But it, it, it in situations like this, we're we're not. But look, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. Maybe Debbie explained it and the uh, the, the teacher apologized and and uh, they apologized to her daughter or something. Let's go. Let's go okay. further into the call because okay. because uh, just to keep things exciting for myself, this is as far as I've listened to this call. Oh, so, uh, oh. Here we go. Back to Debbie. Okay. So I set up. It's a household thing. It's me. That's what I say. I apologize. So she's being suspended for the rest of the day. Uh, can she please go get her belongings and I will sit in the naughty chair in the principal's office for as long as they want me to. Um, <laughs> yes. This, this is why I love Debbie. Yes. Uh, um, yes. Debbie, that's, that is, that is most awesome. Um, I mean, and I, I guess that's exactly what a parent should do in that situation, right? That's, that's the, that's the, that's the exact right move. Yeah, I would say that's amazing. I hope she got to sit there. <laughs> Now let's see. It's supposed to be for a minute of your age, um, so um, that I mean that, that's that's at least half an hour. I'm guessing for 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 Debbie. Um, so that would have been kind of look. I wish somebody tell me to just sit down in my in my naughty chair and and uh, and, oh, and, and be quiet for for fifty four minutes. Oh man, I'd have to. I I almost have to sit for an hour if I get if Tasha sends me to timeout. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see how this wraps up with Debbie. As long as she would have sit in the timeout chair. So she ran, got her belongings, I sat in the naughty chair. Principal said, No, you don't have to do that. Yes, I do, because she's in trouble for something that I said. So I will take the punishment. So I sat in the naughty chair and waited for her to collect her belongings and things like that. And then I proceeded to uh, take her shopping afterwards and get her a whole new outfit for the next day of school. <laughs> oh my God, I love her. I'm so glad she did that because that's totally going to make that principal or teacher or whatever, they're, the whole staff is going to talk about what happened. And yeah, but are they going to learn? I, I, I wonder hopefully. if they learn from it. I don't know. I feel like they sh I don't know. I feel like, okay, if it were me, I'm like level-headed enough. Like if I did something like that and a parent came back and like did that, I would have learned from that instantaneously. But I don't know. I wonder what that principle, how uncomfortable they were. I that would have been amazing. very uncomfortable. Uh, Debbie, um, I'd like to know what, I mean, what the look on the principal's face yeah. was. And, and, and if they were uncomfortable with the situation, uh, uh, hit us back with that if you get a chance. Um, we're going to take a, a, a quick look at another one of these behavior essays because I've got like 26 of them now, but I got another call from- uh, 26 for $3? For $3, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, it is a good deal. I mean, other than all of- uh, <laughs> All of uh, Tracy uh, South's uh, typos and um, 
poor sentence sentence structure and misunderstanding. Did you look her? Did you look her up on like? Well, you're not on the social medias, but now I want to look and see if she's on social media. What was her teachers pay teachers name? Do you know? Um, yeah, that's uh, Tracy BCS at uh, Teachers Pay Teachers. Just because I want her to have, you know, she's got the copyright got notice. Of course, yes. Her, Tracy, how do you spell Tracy? With a Y. Oh, a E-Y? Uh, T-R-A-C-Y. Just a Y, BCS. Yeah. Um, so another another call here from from Debbie. This is a short one. Um, hey Jeff, this is in response to your um, Booker Eater podcast. I just listened to. Was that with you? When did I, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. And any person who does that sound and it's bottles afterwards is so eating their own boogers. Everybody does it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do that. You do that thing, and you you that 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 it's that inhale. Yeah, that yeah. clear your nose, but instead of blowing up, you're sucking it in. Yeah, that. But you know, you got a little bit of that sniffy thing. Yeah, and then you swallow it. You're totally. It, it, I'm not sure it's boogers, but it's but it's absolutely pre boogers because that, yeah. that stuff you're. You're sucking into the back of your throat there. You're going to swallow that. And Ooh, I just did it, it. Yeah. If you left it up into your nose, it would eventually, eventually evaporate and you'd have the, uh, the crystalline yumminess of the, of the dry booger um, in your nose. So yeah, everybody's, <laughs> everybody's, everybody's booger eating. I love that she eating. called just for that. Everybody I, does I, it. I, <laughs> I do too. Um, let me see. That was one, two, three. Uh, I gotta gotta zap that one off, and uh, and one more because okay. it's short, and I've been collecting. I've been collecting these. Hey, Jeff. Uh, Debbie here, Washington. I have a bunion story for you. I actually had both of my feet. I saved this for you, Kristen, because we talked about your bunion. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. More, How's your, what's your, let's update us in your bunion, bunion situation. Are you back to, back to full squatting yet? Oh, or yeah. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to full range of motion. All, all right. The, all the lifting happening. All right. All right. Because, mm -hmm. uh, uh, so Debbie, Debbie had a bunion situation that you can, you'll be able to commiserate with her. Operated on when I was about, oh, 16 or 17. And I had bunions and bunionette. Do you know there's a bunionette? I didn't know there was a bunionette. That it no? sounds like a, a cute little baby bunion. Yeah. Uh, look, after we after we talked about your bunions, I thought about doing a, a a search for bunion images, but then I thought I don't I don't want to see that, so I <laughs> I, opted, I opted not to. Um, so I'm I'm actually kind of still unclear about what a bunion looks like, but a bunionette um, sounds cute, but it also sounds like it might be some sort of new snack food. Oh, it does. It does. New um, bunionettes from Nabisco. Oh my gosh. When we, when I was doing, I had like a bunion special that I was doing to celebrate my bunion surgery way back in January. And we used like a mock-up of a Funyun bag <laughs> to advertise for my Bunyan special. <laughs> of, of course you did. 
Um, sounds sounds delicious. Uh, a bunionette. Yeah. Now I have to Google that. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I well maybe Debbie will tell us. Okay. And um, I had on both feet, so I had one during the summer, and then ordered a not have to pay deductible again. My parents made me do the other surgery um, during my Christmas break, so I was on crutches. Didn't have no fancy boots to wear back in those days, so. I had double feet, bunion and bunion Bye. That must have been I, look, I I've never I've never been a 16-year-old girl, but I'm guessing double bunions um and crutches not not a great experience. No. No, not when you're 16 and like a bunion it sounds like something an old person has. Like I I felt weird having a bunion surgery at 42. 40, well, I mean, 42. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 old. Um mm -hmm. so I mean that that happened. So so Debbie, um thanks for sharing and um I'm sorry I had to go through that and I'm still not going to to Google it. Uh anybody else uh out there have uh bunion stories for us or booger eating stories yeah. or stories about kids being forced to write um horrible essays or um, penis or vulva stories. That could be fun. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, the voice or text number is 228-363-6737. You can also show up at happy hour if you want to talk more about that kind of stuff. Um, and again, at happy hour. Oh, hey, oh, we're not Debbie. Oh. Debbie, Debbie, wait, we're not Debbie. Debbie, we're not Debbie. Oh, Debbie, we're not getting to She's that call eager. this episode. He's eager. I get into that call in this episode. I just don't know how to use my. Uh, Are they all the same Debbies? Yeah, I well, some of them I, I've been collecting. Debbie, I've been collecting your voicemails because most of them were shorter. I've uh, I've got two two others here that uh, that I, that we're going to get to, but not in this episode. And Debbie, the the oldest one, I I lost it because I wasn't very organized when I first set up the voicemail, so I I lost it for a while. But we're gonna we're gonna get to it. Um, before we wrap this episode up, I want to get to another one of these behavior essays. This oh, one yeah. is called Behavior Essay, Being Respectful. Um, Kristen, let me let me figure out how to um, stop that sharing and then do this. Other listeners, we're doing multiple sharing of this episode. Wow, so tech savvy. Very, very exciting. Um, so this is called Behavior Essay, Being Respectful. Um, it's to be copied on line paper neatly. Um, there's a space for the child to put their name there. Um, and, and so here goes this essay that uh, that some mm, elementary school teachers are using to help their kids learn, apparently, about being respectful. The definition of respect is a feeling or understanding that someone or something is important, serious, etc., and should be treated in an appropriate way. Um, well, I, I mean, I don't. Let's, I don't like that definition of of respect. I I, I looked yeah. it up in uh, in the Cambridge Dictionary, and according to the Cambridge uh, Dictionary, um, uh, respect means admiration felt or shown for someone or something that you believe has good ideas or qualities. Um, and so the idea yeah. that that you just get respect because, um, 
yeah. you feel it or somebody told you you Definitely should understand a that fe a feeling or understanding that someone and so how do you even even going with tracy's definition if you don't feel or understand that something is worthy of your respect how do you how do you give it give it respect um would be would be my first concern and and also if you are eight or nine or 10 or seven years old and forced to copy this bullshit, is that going to make you any more likely to respect the person or system yeah. that's forcing you to do it? No. Um, so it's going to go the, it's going to go the other way. I, I, I would think it would go the other, I would hope it would go the other way because the thing I worry about is, is kids being so, so beaten down by this kind of thing that they just kind of give up <sighs> and, and lose any of their, their rebelliousness and desire to actually have their own opinions and feelings, um, be deemed worthy of, uh, of voicing or sharing. <sighs> um, but you know, I'm kind of an asshole. Um, next paragraph, <laughs> next paragraph. I understand that I should respect all adults. This includes administrators, teachers, recess aides, tutors, cafeteria monitors, custodians, substitute teachers, and all other adults that I encounter during the school day. Um, thoughts? Um, okay. Well, I I don't know. Like, if teachers aren't being respectful to the students, I don't understand why a student would have to like why an adult needs to just demand respect just because you're littler than them. Yeah. And and I think what, what Stacy is, is calling respect here is, is really civility because, yeah. well, I would, I would certainly expect a child or hope a child would treat all adults with civility. Um, I think respect is something that has to be earned. Yeah. And this, I mean, as, as an adult forcing a kid to write this and not being able to differentiate between those terms makes me kind of livid about this kind of stuff even existing. But again, I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, next paragraph. Being respectful means that I will not roll my uh, roll. Okay, look. Uh, Tracy, this comes up in the com and in, in one uh one comment on your page. You get you got some typos here. Being respectful means that I will not roll by eyes. I think you mean oh. my eyes, uh, Tracy. Um, argue, yell at, huff at, or raise my voice to adults. Being respectful also means that I will not refuse to follow an adult's request. I realize that there's by a being typo there too. I am not showing good character, huh? There's another well, one. Adults should have apostrophe. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, so look, being respectful also means that I will not refuse to follow an adult's request. Um, I would argue that there are plenty of times you shouldn't follow an adult's request. Um, yeah, um, I think there are a lot of kids that are uh, uh, sexually abused, for example, because they they follow adult requests and, yeah. and having having a little bit of uh, agency about what requests you follow 
and 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 not just following requests because they happen to come with somebody who, from somebody who's older than you is probably a good thing for some some ch all children to be learning um what what uh what 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 tracy is really suggesting here is that children make themselves vulnerable to predators yeah I mean, she's also just suggesting complete compliance to anything anybody says without thinking through if that's a decision that a child would want to make. Sure. I, and I I would argue that if, if and look, I've read through some of these and, and this collection, um, it's not about respect and it's about not about following rules and it's control. not about not roughhousing. It's all about being compliant. Um, yeah. and, and, and look, there's a, there, there, there are a lot of adults out there who who feel the the purpose of the educational system apparently is to turn children into to compliant little uh, little uh, uh, automatons that are going to be be easy to manage, which turns them into compliant adults who are going to be easy be easy to manage. And I would rather have a a civilization full of uh, full of humans that are a little bit more um, outspoken about their own yeah. needs and desires and wishes. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm a dick. You're a dick. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Let me see where Huff at. I should, um, I should show respect at all. I should show respect at all times. I can show respect by talking calmly or by allowing directions to, or by, by allowing. Uh, you left out an F there, Tracy. I'm going to ask for my $3 back. I'll, we're going to go through <laughs> all of these. We're going to go through all of these, make fun of them, um, discuss them. And then I'm going to ask for my $3 back because of all the typos. Yeah. Um, I should show, I, I should show respect at all times. I can show respect by talking calmly or by allowing directions the first time they are given. I can continue to show respect by not arguing or by not showing rude behaviors. Um, I think you can respectfully argue with people. I think you can too. And in and maybe it's not even I think her she's probably just thinking that a child is um displaying their own opinion or speaking up about their own opinion and if it's against her opinion then she probably considers it arguing. Well, yeah, sure because there are I mean if you're the adult your opinion is the the only one that matters, right? Yeah. Cuz you have to be mm. respectful. To those adults. Yeah. So if you try yeah. to like say anything back about what they are saying, then you're disrespectful and you have to write this essay. Final paragraph. I will strive to be respectful to all adults at all times. I am fully aware that I can show better behavior and my actions need to reflect this. I apologize for being rude and will continue to strive to be a better student. Ew. <laughs> I feel so sad for the kids who have to sit here and write this all out. This collection of, uh, of, of bullshit over at Teachers Pay Teachers has, has it's got like 99 reviews. So, oh so my God. there's, there's at least a hundred of us out there who apparently have, have bought this thing. Um, only you as need far a as review. Not, not yet. I haven't you read through should. all of them yet, but, but maybe when I get around to leaving a review, I'll, I'll point out the typos. I'll say, Hey, we did uh, all these podcast episodes on, 
on these if you want to listen to them. And please can I have my $3 back? Um, uh-huh. And hey, look, Tracy South, if you're listening to this, if somebody shares this with you and you're listening to it, I'd love you to have on the show. I, I will be re- respectful um, of you. I can be civil. And and I'd love to discuss the, the the reasoning behind the creation of these things because you know developmentally kids aren't learning anything from the, these things. These are punishment. Um, yeah, look, the kids might start doing what you want them to do, but that's just because you've punished them to a point them. where you've you've sucked their soul out and uh, and have taken any any rambunctiousness out of their they're they're once um beating hearts and souls which is just kind of kind of sad it is so sad tracy or or, or am i being too too i mean I, I mean look um are we being too are we being too hard on this i don't think we're being too hard on it at all not at all i think i mean it's it's just, it's like super disrespectful to children to make them sit and do this. And yeah. like, oh, why, it, why, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, even, I mean, look, um, I, I mean, one could argue, and I know you're not supposed to argue because that's disrespectful. Yeah, but so one disrespectful. Could, one could argue that it's disrespectful of the children to give them a document to copy as a, um, way of learning, not a punishment, of course, but as a way of, of of learning to to improve themselves. That is so so ripe with typos. Um, <laughs> if you respected the children at all, you'd want to give them a a document that you'd actually taken the time to 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 reflect on and yeah. proofread. What what Tracy is talking about here isn't respect; it's about civility, and those are those are two vastly different things, um, important things. But but she's 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 wanting kids to be civil to the adults. That's what the that that's what 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 she's what she's really getting at here is is what they're what they're wanting, and so so couching it as respect is is I think way way off base, huh? Yeah. Okay. So like. The the word that comes up in my head is that she wants children to be 100% like submissive to adults. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to submit everything because you think that I need to like show you ultimate respect, which means I can't talk back. I can't tell you my opinion because you might take it as arguing. I can't release a breath because I'm trying to control my emotions right now. Like... I mean, you're basically trapping kids and then every child would be disrespectful and have to do this stupid essay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and look, if you want to write an essay, have them compose their own. If, if that's something, because that, that actually takes some thought and some reflection. This is, this is just robot BS about compliance. Um, some other, some other topics we've got stealing. Um, we've got um, being, being organized. Being, Behavior essay, organized. Uh, behavior essay, following instructions. Behavior essay, iPad, fully charged. Fully charged? Um, like they have to write an essay if their iPad's, iPad's not fully charged. Apparently, behavior essay, iPad settings, history. Behavior <gasps> essay, lunchroom behavior. Behavior essay, hands and feet to myself. Behavior essay, recorder. The recorder. Behavior, <laughs> 
behavior essay, cheating. <laughs> behavior essay, cheating. I, oh, I, I don't know if that's a repetition. That's the same one. Oh, oh, it's like four cheating of them. Many oh, my. Um, oh, apparently there's multiple cheating Oh, ones. there's like seven um, cheating, cheating ones. Cheating during spelling. Oh, uh, my. Restroom behavior. Oh, my gosh. The recorder one. Um, Be behavior essay, fully present. Oh, listeners. Um, oh, you're going to have to wow. listen to a lot of this bullshit. Um, so, look, I don't know if we'll get to all of these, but I think they're humorous. Look, listeners, if anybody if, if anybody can legitimately defend these things, I'd, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear the argument, um, not as a uh, argument, but as a... You know, as I'd like to have, I mean, it can be an argument too. You can yell and scream at me if you want to. I don't care. I've got rhino skin, but I'd, I'd like to hear, I'd, I'd like to have somebody defend that position and I can, I can listen to that and, uh, and, and actually be civil um, having that conversation or, or playing the voicemail. But I, I just can't see any, any legitimate early learning defense for, for use in this stuff with young children. Okay. So if you, Jeff, had a child that had to do this mm -hmm. um, and they came home and were like, this is what I had to copy today. How would you, what would you do as a parent in that situation? Like, what can we give people, like, if they're facing shit like this, not like this thing specifically, but things like the timeout chair in the principal's office for saying a word that we say at home and being suspended for the rest of the day. Like, how do you approach that in a civil way uh, with teachers and administrators without them thinking you're like that parent in air quotes, because I was that parent and it doesn't feel good to be the parent that's like ostracized because you spoke up for your kid. Well, look, I'm a big fan of self ostracization. Um, is that what? Um, sure. Look, I, I opted out from the very beginning. I I knew I would. I I, I knew. I, I I am self aware enough to know that that's the kind of parent I would be, and that's why we homeschooled. Yeah. And so I I never found myself in that situation because I was self aware enough not to, and and had the opportunity not to put myself in that position. But I I don't I don't know, and I, I guess is you 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 build up a little bit of rhino skin and you stand up for your your kid and you call bullshit on the bullshit, which is which is hard, admittedly hard to do. Yeah. Um, it would have been hard for me to do, which is why it was easier for me to opt out of the whole system than mm -hmm. to find myself going in once a week to to uh, push back against bullshit they were trying to push on my kids. Can I Again. tell you this, this story about what happened? Okay, so <clears throat> my daughter Channing was going to school in, uh, she was in a private school and they... Um, the teacher wanted the children to walk in a very straight, very silent line all the time through the hallways. And they couldn't do it because they didn't want to. And so she made them, she then taped this big, long black piece of tape on the ground in the classroom. And they all had to line up on the black piece of tape. And then they had to practice walking down to music class completely silent, not touching anything, eyes straight ahead, completely straight line. And if somebody messed it up, they had to go all the way back, line up on the line again and do it again. So one day they had, Channing told me they had to do it about six times 
And they missed a huge chunk of music class because they had to walk in this very straight line. So I don't know. I kind of like vented about it on my social media a little bit and just kind of put it out there that that had happened. And then no joke, like it was three months later, probably I got a call from the principal. I got in trouble from the principal saying, you know, like you should have just come right to the teacher and talk to the teacher about your concerns. And, um, you know, People can find out what school she goes to, and then that doesn't look good for our school. And I was like, yeah, but the like, is there another way? Like, I get that, like, maybe I should have come to the teacher. I said, but I've come to the teacher in the past, and I was, like, dismissed. Like, uh-huh. your ideas are not okay. It was all about behavior charts. Whenever one of Sailor's teachers had done a behavior chart, and I came back to the teacher with some information and the principal about why behavior charts are not good and like all of these things. And they defended the behavior charts and just dismissed what I had to say. And I said that happened a couple of years ago. So I didn't feel like I could come to you because you, you didn't listen or take into account at all what I was saying and just continued on with mm-hmm. these stupid behavior charts. Anyway, I did. I got in trouble by the principal for posting that on my Instagram. Did you, I mean, did you tell the principal to piss off? Not in those words, because I, you know, she was still there. And um, I reposted it after she left school there. So um, it's there. Oh, look, look, educrats, if you don't want your 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 shitty classroom management skills or 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 behaviors in your in your schools to end up on the social media, be be less shitty. Be better. Yeah. That's what they say on that's what they say on the social media, right? When people are getting all be judgy. Better. Be better. Hey, hey, be better. Um be better. Yeah, I think that's what people say. I, th- I know. Um, yeah, they should be so, better. Yeah. Um well, let's pull the plug on this one. Okay. Um, again, listeners, if you if you I mean, if we're on off base by making fun of this stuff, I want to want to know about it. Um, love to have you join us for a happy hour, the fourth Tuesday every month, seven thirty p.m. Central Time. There's a link to register. We've got a whole bunch of dates set up. You can just register for whenever you want to show up. If you, uh, there's a link there to also reach out to me if you got a topic you want to talk about. And again cocktails are suggested but not mandatory you can show up and look you can show up and have a coffee or a hot chocolate cup of tea a glass of water look you you don't even have to have a beverage at all if you want to show up at the zoom and hang out you don't you can be completely beverage free if you want um so beverages aren't aren't mandatory me i'm gonna have some rum Kristen, plug yourself you can find me on Instagram, it's at kristen.rb.peterson or on just the general internet, kristenrbpeterson.com. Yeah, I mean, if you if you search Kristen R.B. Peterson, you're such a big thing that you'll just come up there in the search results, right? I, yeah, I do. I'm number one in Google. Hey, there you go. This has been the Child Care Bar and Girl podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye.
This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.